Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Welcome to Religiously Incorrect. What's going on? How y'all doing? I'm Pastor Jeff. I'm here with my boy, Pastor Todd. We are at Free Five Star Barbershop. One of his 17 businesses that he owns. <laughs> He's about to open up Free's Five Star Crematorium. <laughs> After we get down here, we're going to go to the back. We're going to take some uh, pictures. You're going to take some pictures. Politically incorrect, incorrect pictures. pictures. Nah. <laughs> Valentine's Day is over, man. You got to wait till next year. Get your wife and do what you're going to do. Yes, sir, Doc. Yes, sir. What's happening, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, man. You know, we're still in the dead of, you know, kind of the winter season, but it's been mild. So, you know, it hasn't been too bad for us. And, you know, Ohio is schizophrenic about the weather. Absolutely, absolutely. I think I only had to shovel one time this year. You know, you really, I mean, I, I just don't even bother to do it. But you know what's the best thing about having kids now? Because you got all them new cars. Well, nah. You got... You got kids that think it's fun. Right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. So you got to catch them while you can. Because right. after a while, you know, it's going to be absolutely, a problem. Absolutely. It's going to be a problem. But, yo, I want to jump into it, Jeff. You know, it's it's the political season. Right. And now they're starting to flood the airwaves and the, uh, you know, social media with the ads. Uh-huh. You know, and in the age we live in, now it's the memes, the, the photos, and the articles. And this isn't you know the fake news necessarily i don't want to talk about russian trolls and all i'm talking about like the jokes like you know the silly stuff the satire the onion.com right right. you you know uh (laughs) andy borowitz is another one for the uh, i think the new yorker his name is andy borowitz he's always putting out you know satirical stuff about the president or different candidates and now now there's a christian one right called the babylon b yeah Uh, yeah, that's out and they have some hilarious they have some. They have one about Creflo Dollar uh, wanted money for a spaceship to evangelize <laughs> Mars. It was, but the sad thing is, people think it's real. Well, well, what really makes it bad is is that Facebook has literally said that you know it's freedom of speech, so they're not gonna fact check anything. Well, I think, but part of it is this is stuff that shouldn't have to be fact checked, right? Because right, we're not right. talking about again. Russian trolls infiltrating groups and stuff like that and like, you know, plant little seeds. We're talking about stuff that is like ridiculously false. And I mean, it's meant to be a joke. Right. And I don't know, are, are we, you think we're getting a little dumber? Are we getting a little dimmer? I don't know if it's dumber or, or hypersensitive. Maybe it's hypersensitive that we we are, you know, we look at everything and, you know, we Especially we're looking for we're already on edge. Yeah, we're looking for something. We're I mean, looking that for one something. about Trump talking about I've done more for Christianity than God. <laughs> you know, that's not real. Right. In right. case you don't know, it, it's it's not real. What he did say, I think, after one of those magazines came out, I think the Christianity Today, mm-hmm. when they had those editorials and they were kind of saying that he should be removed. He was saying, I've done more for evangelicals right. than any other president. Right. And then I think that website, I think it was the BabylonB.com, which again, I can't say it enough, is a satire joke site. It's meant to be goofy. They made a goofy headline out of it right. that I've done more for Christianity than Jesus. And I mean, people I love and respect are sharing this. And then, you know, now, you know, you know, it's like with memes or, or false information, like you can't even correct people and right. say that it's they not. They're going to get mad. They're going to get upset. And I mean, just, once again, uh, like I said, the other one that's out right now with the one that said uh, the guy has the flyer in front of the house and saying that Trump, you know, bow down to bow God. Down to God, God that, bows down to God Trump. God bows yeah, down to Trump. Yeah. That is also false misleading. 
it is there, but he doesn't mean it like that. This guy is considerably against Trump. Matter of fact, he just posted, he put up another one that the police had to come to his house because he had Trump and uh, the Russian guy in an explicit manner. Oh, wow. Uh, so wow. the police actually made him take that one down. Some people take stuff too far. They I mean, take they it too far. Now, what you can, what you can laugh about <laughs> is the the stripper going <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is love month <laughs> when she <laughs> oh. i saw the video i saw the video you know you can't I, miss it you have to yes yeah, all just... i can say is the dedication to the craft <laughs> <laughs> she, i mean she backed it up and backed it out back, right into the ambulance <laughs> i mean this i mean i saw an article like broke a job but broke lost teeth or something i mean just broke a jaw yep. broke teeth uh i think she sprained her ankle but she got thirty thousand dollars and she's done now and then i think she went on somebody's show that gave her another fifty thousand dollars 15 15 feet 15 feet, 15 feet. Not, I, i'm glad she survived right exactly but i mean that is this is the world we live in and it's funny because you know, as a pastor, mm -hmm. you know, I pretty much, I have a pretty, I, I have a pretty diverse, you never know what's going to pop up on your page. Right. Have you ever had that uncomfortable moment when you're next to somebody you kind of respect? <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> and you're looking at, you open up your Facebook, something comes up on your time. It's somebody totally different. It wait, is. It is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. You know, y'all read my post. I go to the gym every morning. Right, right. I, I can't listen to gospel music at the gym. It just doesn't work for me. I got to listen to something okay. to get so you hyped. Okay. You know, get you. you get you. So I'm working out. You know, I try to listen. To, I've tried before to listen to Tamala Man, and I'm I'm crying instead right. of you right. know I'm worshiping instead of <laughs> working out. Going to the out. king, take you to the you king. Know, so I was walking out the gym one day, and uh, you know, I, you walk through to go through, the, and Pastor McCant stopped me. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, hold on, man. You know, and I took my headphones off, and it was just blasting. I think it was Jaru. <laughs> Who would I do it on my baby? <laughs> You'll never be invited to my church. Oh, well, I had my iPhone for some reason kept, every time I would plug it in, it would automatically play iTunes. And it was this Jay-Z song from like 15 years ago. <laughs> like just, I have to like double check anytime I'm at the right, church and right, I plug right, it in right, because, right. It, I mean, it immediately comes in. But I mean, that's that's the life that we right. live. Technology has its good and its bad. I just advise everyone to be wise Please. and discerning. Check the dates on them articles. Yes, Look, yes. Snopes.com, Google.com. Google, just Google it. This stuff is false. Before, before you spread it, Google it. Yeah. Make sure it's, because you don't want to be the one that somebody checks. I, I read it on the internet used to mean you know, it's not even close to true. Now right. people really think it's viable. But that that's the world we live in. So, you know, go vote, but vote smart and, and don't take in garbage that's not true. Right. Jeff, we're still in our love and marriage series. Love and marriage, love and marriage, go together like a horse, horse and, and carriage. carriage. And today, the debate always seems to pop up every couple months. And, you know, always around, you know, love holidays, like Absolutely. Sweetest Day and Valentine's Day is and i guess we would frame this as let's go half let's go half how does the dynamic of money and shared responsibilities work in the modern day relationship and i think maybe to start you off before you jump in and tell me how it is now we all you know are so far detached now from the traditional family structure uh that i was just reading an article in atlantic about basically how we made a mistake putting too much stock in the idea of the nuclear family. Mm -hmm. And it's not actually what you think. Uh, but 
just that image was really only uh, super popular for a certain period of time, around like the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, you know, the post-war boom, the suburbs, leave it to Beaver kind of stuff. But that was never really the prevailing thing. It was like extended families. Everybody was living together, right. grandparents, uncles, everybody's kind of close quarters. And then it turned into this perfect image. And now, obviously, as we're seeing more people dating, and this is probably going to come into the conversation, we're not always talking about marriage. Sometimes we're talking about a relationship that's not a marriage. But whether it is or not, there's this huge debate about what, excuse me, what should couples bring to the table? You know, because now we're seeing brothers. And you would never hear this language 40 years ago, 30 years ago, even 20 years ago, talking about, you know, how I don't know how my woman expect me to pay all the bills. Right. Brothers, you want all this lifestyle and, you know, you ain't bringing nothing to the table. And there used to be, you know, sisters kind of playing that independent role. Right. I got my own. Now you got brothers sort of making demands, you know, and there's a debate about should it be half and half? Should the man, you know, be prepared to do it all? Or should he demand that the female bring, you know, her half to the table for bills, for expenses, for vacations? For, it could be a, it debates about who gets the tab at Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. So, oh, so yeah. break it down for us. I mean, honestly, you know, I have my own opinion. We have a biblical opinion. I have my opinion. And, you know, I think it boils down to a lot of it boils down to is. What is your social economical status uh, in the marriage? Now, obviously, if the man is only making $9 an hour and the woman is making $9 an hour, it's going to be hard for the man to pay everything. Now, should he? Obviously, I think you and I were both raised he should. Okay. And, 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 that's the and, default. And that's that should the be default. the ideal. That should be the idea. Okay. I mean, I've you know personally, I've been married 16 years. My wife has paid the cable bill she's supposed to pay the cable bill supposed to wait and the internet bill you said supposed to supposed to and i mean 90 percent of the time i pay both of them so I every you're all right with this Tiffany. <laughs> i mean but she knows though i feel you You know every car payment every the mortgage the the electric gas all of it i pay and my wife has a job she has a job she right. works every single day but i i just feel like you know when I took my wife away from her mother and her father, when I asked her to marry me, I took her up from the umbrella right. of the of of who was of her family, of who her was caring family. for her, right. Right. So it she now became my responsibility. I became the husband or the house band. I banned the house. The house band. This He's my, preaching already. I'm not trying to preach. But you just do. It's it's in you. <laughs> but I you know, I just and and let me just make this specifically clear you know that the man is not head of the house the husband is head of the house okay well you've just opened up a can right there because a lot of this debate is not always centered around the idea of marriage we've talked about before that the ideal of relationships and dating or being coupled up is not always tied to the short term at least marriage people can be in a committed relationship where they are where there is now, it's normal, and I'm not saying it is like I'm Mr. Normal and they're abnormal, but hey, you get together for so long, you eventually move in and start to, I mean, loans, I mean, mortgages together, you've really sort of tied your finances. That 30, 40 years ago, it was, this is for married couples right. to intertwine their finances. And because of that, 
Now, some of us will clap back at some of those conversations from the Christian standpoint, the traditional Christian worldview, and you can't be mad at it because it is what it right, is. If right. I was Muslim, it would be the same thing, Absolutely. honestly. So it's just, hey, y'all talking about just hooking up. We're talking about marriage. Those are two different things. Let's talk about this dynamic. Because all around the culture, people are waiting longer to get married, mm-hmm. and because there's a more <clears throat> egalitarian society, which is just you know fancy word for right. women more equal, mm-hmm. and earning their own money, and many of them come in having already had careers. So what if it's not the $9 dynamic? What if both of them are making $90,000, you know, and it's a certain lifestyle, and that becomes the conversation. How does that, because when you talk about bringing in, I mean, you, I know you got married a little later as far as what you and Tiff, me and Shamika got married early 20s where it really literally was coming out your mama's house, like right. for real, like, you know, no prior real long established life before right. we got married, where some people get married at 28, 29, 35, you know, or second marriage, and they got something, mm-hmm. you know, hooked up. So how do we balance those out? First of all, I need to write down egalitarian. Egalitarian. <laughs> well, that was. A, I need to. I need. I was, I was trying to pull my pen out. That I, word. That word is why I had four years, uh, seven years of school loans. That word alone. Egalitarian. Egalitarian. Um, as opposed to complementarian, which is when you have roles, but the man is supposed to be right. The right, head, right. The, you know. Well, I mean, you know, when you're looking at. Both couples making $90,000 a year. And, you know, like you said, when you, you, you have that egalitarian and where I just read today where even more women are beginning to ask the man, will you marry me? Well, that's, that's and that, it's a whole nother yeah, can of worms yeah, right there that yeah. you have to get to. But, Pumping you know, gas, you know, but I just think that I, I still believe and, 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 and this is just me. I still believe that the man should pay it all. Now, I don't, I don't, don't get me wrong. Now, yesterday, my wife and I went to Olive Garden. Okay. And we was at Olive Garden, and obviously, I getting ready to get my card out. And she said, well, I got some money in the car. Do you want me to go get it? And I ran to the car. Like, <laughs> you got I, money? I, 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 you know, I sprinted. You dollars when you jumped in the air and your legs was turning. She's like, I got some money, in the, and I was out. Right, right. <laughs> I was out. I came, and I gave it to her, and she paid for the money. But, you know, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. You know, if I'm paying all the bills, if my wife wants to pay for dinner, if my wife wants to buy me a suit, if my wife wants to, you know, take us to wherever, you know, whatever she wants to do. But I mean, but, I, you, but your opinion is still that the man should pay. The man should. Pay. I guess I would only have a caveat to that principle because I, I hold a traditional view, but sort of trying to speak to the culture where it's at. I would say regardless of how much the female brings to the table. The man should be prepared. Prepared to pay. To pay. Exactly. Exactly. You know, now, if now, you want it to be shared, maybe it's proportional. Maybe one makes 90 and the other one makes 35. You know, now you have females who make, make more, more right. than the male. And, you know, there's a lot of debates. I mean, if you're going to be, and that's a whole other discussion about are you intimidated by a female who makes the money, who has the money, who has the independence? Because let's be honest, quiet is not quiet, it's very open. The financial strength and dependency on the man was a mechanism of control for many years. And then when you have relationships breaking down or divorces happening, that honestly often leaves the woman high and dry Mm -hmm. and having to start their life over again. And and that's notwithstanding whatever alimony or whatever, because then you got the man talking about, I'm paying out all this money or child support or whatever. But at the end of the day, most of the time, you know, historically, the man basically sort of won out if the woman was the dependent one. Right. 
because, you know, he can still go on his way, snap that check off, and keep on doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're not going to have a child support conversation. That's a whole other thing to talk about that and what that can turn into as a whole different monster. But there was a desire to break out of that dependency. The prenups came, you know, into uh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. being. And then just the idea of having your own. Now, let, let's, let, let's go to the George Johnson School of oh, Finance Lord. and Budgeting. Yes, you already know. Woo, I, got, dad, I, got to, I got to. I got to. You got the. I got broken down the a couple times. Course, right? <laughs> he would always preach to us. And it's old school preaching. You don't have to agree with it. But when two become one, and you're talking marriage, mm-hmm. obviously, when two become one, all things. He preached one checkbook, one bank account. Ain't no going to your own bank. Having now, that's sacrilegious too. And I, I, I understand. You know, I understand. I'm not. I'm not saying that I am dogmatic about it. I've even learned in counseling and different things. Hey, every relationship is going to have its own dynamics. Right. But I've pretty much adhered to that mostly. Uh, my wife has only had like a little secondary spending account or something like that to the side. Uh, but like you, everything's come out of our, whether she's working or not. And, and she's had seasons where she was working for a long time. We had babies, you know, not working for a while. And, and I'm carrying it. And she's working again. And it's a, an incredible boost. And she's making a wonderful proportion. But it's always ours. It's Absolutely. never. And, and as a man, I guess you don't mind. Maybe some men do mind. Mine becomes ours. Sometimes the woman's isn't ours, right. but I don't mind <laughs> because the woman, you know, you want that independence. You want to have some money of your own. It gets kind of awkward at Christmas time because I can see exactly what you're buying. Me right. and Macy's like, I <laughs> or you know, you know. I know. You went to Dick's Sporting you, you Goods. You get the ding on your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You kind of takes the mystery out. <laughs> but, but so, you know, there's other things that go into that. There's trust issues. Mm-hmm. There's the, there might be somebody in the fam- uh, in the relationship who's not good with money. Absolutely. And a lot and that, of that's males, what, that's what even I was though they were the up. breadwinner, right. were not good with the money. Mm-hmm. So the woman would run the checkbook even though the man was bringing home the bacon. Or even, you know, how do you deal with uh, proportion? I, I talked to a guy who said, you know, he put her on the checkbook, but she was just, I'm not going to say she was a gold digger, but she was spending everything as fast as he was putting it in the bank account. She was taking it out where now you don't have time to get the bills paid because she's spending money on getting her hair done. Well, that's a conversation to me about knowing who you're hooking up with and catching up on them habits and putting the lid on that in any unhealthy habit. I don't right. care if the guy is going to the casino too much or spending too much on cars or the female is out, you know, the, the woman is out, you know, at the shops, you know, and too much with the whatever it might be. You know, you still talk about that seven years from now, you the problem. Because, you know, once right, first right, time they took right. that card and went, wow, you should have, you know, had an understanding. I'm, I'm not saying you got to check your woman, nothing like that. But you right. got to have an understanding. Yeah, some type of understanding. You know, right. like my, one of my pastor friends say, man, that woman know kung fu now, man. They put it on <laughs> you, man. They karate chop you in a second. Exactly, exactly. But, but proportional is a accepted and healthy way. There are some people who are literally saying, if you're not bringing half, you know, it's a no-go. Right. It's a non-starter. And, and I've seen those that you've got to at least bring what I bring to the table for us to get together. And I don't think— I, So is that, a, is that a practical goal, or does it become now a bit of a battle of the genders and sexes? Like, it's like an ego-like, like I want to feel like I've got you invested as much as me. Or is it really tied, do you think, to actual financial goals? Or are some people just sort of following a prevailing following, thought? I think, I think a lot of it is a trend because I, I just, 
and it's just me. I just believe that you can say that all you want, but Prince Charming show up, you know, and, you know, he got the right look or she got the right look or, you know what I'm saying? They put it on you. Let's just be honest. Change the rules real quick. Yeah, right. Rules change. I need to make an addendum to the contract. <laughs> <laughs> you persuaded me, sir. <laughs> Now, you're right. almost convinced. I was almost convicted. <laughs> you know, you're you're right. You're you're right. It, it's uh, we like to say that, and sometimes I mean, let's just be honest. We talked about social media with the love unfiltered, you know, kind of thing as far as image. Even the comments and the ideals some people make in these conversations, it's re- it's no different than the man forty years ago bragging about how he take care of everything, even if he's not. It's no different than the locker room talk of talking about what you've done or haven't done with somebody, even if it might not be accurate. It can often be, you know, you just trying to say something, and I'm not accusing the female, but I think there could be some men and women who just say stuff to be seen saying stuff, but that's not their reality. And I think oftentimes, and I'm just going to throw this out there for those who are out there, I think oftentimes by us putting these restrictions, we miss out on our good thing. You know, and I told the story, and I'm going to tell it real quick. At church on Sunday, um, you know, when my wife and I got together, I didn't have a lot. Okay. I, I was out. I, I told him at church, you know, I didn't have a pot to pee in or a window to throw it. That's what mom and them used to say. Yes, it. Window to throw it you out. Know, and, I, and I was working a construction job. I wasn't getting any, you know, any money through on the wintertime. And I had just went back to work after the winter was over. I couldn't get uh, unemployment. I didn't have any benefits. We didn't have any money. And I can recall my wife, uh, my wife called me at work and said, uh, you know, the electric is cut off. I can, I, and I'm telling y'all this, I'm, I'm testifying right now. And, and I felt like less of a man. I felt like, oh, my God, I can't believe my electric is cut off. I felt like, and so in my uneducated mind, my thing was, okay, well, I'm going to take this little money, money that we got and I'm going we're going to go get a hotel cuz I'm not going to have my wife stand in the dark. Right. You know, and so luckily I had a wonderful wife who loved me enough. She said, "No, what we're going to do is we're going to light these candles." Right. And we're going to sit at home, we're going to pay the, you put that money on an electric bill and we're going to talk about how to make it better. And I was I was literally talking about how when the, the, your darkest times come, you know, that's when uh when the movies get dark, that's when they show the coming previews. I feel you. And we talked about the, pre- and the name of the sermon was "Living Off the Leftovers." And preaching I told her, again, Doc. <laughs> but I told her that you I'm know, the mad black preacher. <laughs> You're the preacher who can't stop preaching. It's it's all it's, love. That's how we do. It's all love. But I mean, but I'm, what I'm saying is that I got a sermon out of that though. So when the lights go out, <laughs> look for someone to light a candle. See, oh, dude. Shoot. Uh, oh, boo! Pass the offering plate, right? Boo! <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm keep an offering plate under the desk every time we say something good. <laughs> pass it. Put a penny in it. But, but no, I, that's, that's what I'm saying. We we I think that if you don't if if you were looking for somebody or if my wife was looking for somebody who was rich and, you know, so now we're living well, though, you know, we're doing well. Everything is, you know, we're doing. But if, you know, that could have came, she could have said, you know what, I ain't, I ain't got time for this. So that's a good segue, because there's a lot of talk and debate about how much should you deal with the potential of a person versus the reality of a person, because even we as pastors would. You know, we get up and make jokes about it. It's, 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 it's I, I hate to be so transparent, but sometimes there's just easy preaching 
jokes oh, yeah. that can get easy yelps out of women and stuff like Willie Bobo. You know, he ain't got nothing right, to offer. Right, right. He won't even <laughs> buy you a burger, blah, 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 blah. You know, but we all know that story. Your story is a beautiful story. I have a similar story. I'd be, even if you got it, sometimes you're not mature enough, right. wise enough. We know what it's like to be making the money and still doing the unwise thing and our families have to suffer. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the wife looking at us. And by the way, we're not just talking about folks out. We're talking about people in church. Absolutely. Pastors, people who have a good moral compass, not always mature, not always handling our business the right way. And then our families have to dig our way out, you know, together. And we celebrate our wives for standing by us. You know, of course, a part of that again. And it's not to beat a dead horse, but it's to talk about the reality of that traditional view. You are talking about wives and that. And sometimes you have people who are really laboring with people who are not even in that kind of relationship. They might be having trust issues on top of that. They might not have really shown them that they are really down for them completely because of the casual nature of modern relationships. Mm -hmm. We tend to base what that connection, that lasting relationship is going to be like off off of some pretty flippant things. You know, Mm -hmm. can we just hack it for a while? You know, the sex is good. Everyone knows we're an item. Next thing you know, we're moving into one another's homes and sharing, you know, resources. And and then that becomes, so how long do we counsel people to stick with potential one way or another? I mean, how long are we, you know, because what if it goes the opposite way? And the, the electric bill is just signs of more pain to come. Right. That could turn into ruining someone's life. Well, for me, uh, you know, I'm not going to continue to go on a date to, I mean, just dating potential. Potential potential has to lead to something sooner or later. Sooner or or later, you got to give me, you know, I mean, you know, we can – when we, you know, and I'm just bringing sports into it. Right. You know, you can have the person who can dribble, who can, you know, dribble through their legs. So, sooner or later, you got to make a shot. I, I agree. I, I, sooner I or later, you got to, the ball got to go on a hoop, hoop. I don't care how well you can dribble. I don't care if, you know, you can run up and down the court faster than that. If you can't get the ball in the hoop, I don't want you on my team. And you know what? That's why a spiritual life, prayer, you know, all the things that we talk about that people don't really, you know, value, but maybe they value in a different way and wise counsel. Absolutely. And, you know, if you have wise women or men in your life, you have a pastor or a counselor or something like that to help you out because they might see things you don't see. They might say, hey, that brother has a really good heart. Stick by him. But with that, it could be, but, but maybe don't sell yourself all the way in just yet yes. to where their problems are having that direct of an effect on you and let them know, hey, I'm here beside you. The friendship is strong. I'm digging you. I love your vibes. But obviously some stability has to be shown here. And I want to be I want you to be well prepared to take care of me and to partner with if it's a partnership model. We're trying to give deference to all sides. If it's a partnership model, if it's a taking care of me model. And I'm talking to the females and same thing with the males. If you are seeing a female who you really digging and vibing, but you're noticing behavior financially and sometimes life choices that are not, you know, above board and and wise that could have a detrimental effect why jump into that pool together so that she can pull you down while she's drowning you know you might want to stake on the you know i'm I'm gonna sit sit on the beach with this life jacket you know just in case but i'm not about to get in there (laughs) with you i mean you know i think that every marriage ought to have a vision bible talks about writing i feel you make it plain you know we too often we are marrying for now and not for the end that's true and That's so, it. you know, they look good now. I mean, you know, my, my father told me a long time ago. My, I mean, he, was, I, he didn't mean any offense by it, 
His wife is still beautiful. But he said, they, they ain't always going to look like they do right now. You know, they ain't always going to have that hair. They ain't always going to have that body. They ain't going to always have, you know. So, you know, Dushi got more than just that. And even money-wise, you're oh, not going to work the way you always working. You're going to go through downturns. You might get laid off. Are you? Mm -hmm. Is the person really there just because of how well they're living with you? Right. I mean, because that's why, let's be honest, before we, before we close this out, a lot of unhealthy relationships are built on unhealthy ideals and desires. You know, you have females with some dudes that ain't up to no good just because they putting bands in their hand. Absolutely. And they keeping me fresh and clean. But you know full well it's dirty. Mm -hmm. You know, you know this dude ain't got no job. How is he putting all this on your wrist and taking you all these places right, and right, doing right, all this right, stuff? Right. And then after it all falls apart, I can't find me a good man to work an honest <laughs> job. Well, <laughs> you know, you, you did all your shopping at the corner. And, right, you right. know, with the dudes that's out there banging and doing what they do. And I... I hope they all get it together, but you don't have to, you know, and make the, that your. And the good dude don't want to be with you no more anyway because he's looking at, I can't compete with, with that, with your last dude done. Yep. I'm not even trying. I'm, I'm, not not even about, I'm, not, I'm not even about to try to get myself in that situation. And, you know, I think that, you know, whether you decide to have that take care model and you believe in that traditional role, which, you know, it's my personal thing. I would love to coach up. You know what? It takes coaching up for men to be men, mm -hmm. to work. To adjust, I've been saying something even to the men in my church about the things and ideals we have for our families, for our church, for our community. Don't make excuses. Make adjustments. Make adjustments. You know what I mean? Because it's it's mm. it's if, if if and I'm just talking to the females out there because it's just my perspective as a young man. I'm not very old. I've gone through that hard time. I have the exact same testimony. I've got the exact same calls. How are we gonna make it? How are we gonna do it? At some point, you wise up and make adjustments. And I think my wife. Uh, and any good woman would appreciate a man that's making adjustments. Maybe they're they're being wise about what they do, they bargain shop, getting that second job. I don't want you to sit here. You, you at home 14 hours a day, and you could have put in six Absolutely. hours somewhere talking about right. I ain't got it. Right. You right. know. And on the flip side, women have to value a working man who is doing it the honest way and who is striving to do the right things. And if they if that's the kind of potential you can work with, now Absolutely. some people might not ever want the finer, better things in life. And some men even get comfortable with, I guess you can call it low living, so to speak. So you have to make a choice if that's <laughs> how you want to live. Absolutely. You have to make a choice. Is that how you want to, barely making it all the time? And if he's comfortable, you have to decide whether you're comfortable with that. And if you're not, that'll make you a gold digger. Mm -hmm. But if you are aspiring for more, maybe you're going after that higher career, that higher finance, you know, that degree and that, and he's comfortable with the 12 an hour job, just kind of doing what he do. Then that's the sit. Don't fuss about it. I want to hear about Absolutely. it on Twitter every week, you know, and <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Listen, ladies, there is a high cost to low living. Woo! A high cost to Three low living. Three sermons in one segment. Listen, and if he is working 10, 12 hours a day, run him some bath water. Bruh, make him a Get sandwich. Get shower right. Make him a sandwich. Rub his feet. Take care of Put him. Put lotion on his back. And, and, and brothers... And we live in a shared, because I, I, I share house duties now. I'm talking now. to the ladies right no, I'm now. Not, I, I, don't, I don't care right. about the brothers. I'm, I, well, I'm going to talk to the brothers. <laughs> brothers, if your lady is sharing the financial responsibilities, yes. it's only right that you share the household responsibilities. Come on, dog. Don't make your woman, your wife, and I, I'm, I'm wife, so I'm pastor, the wife. Don't make your wife work 40 hours a week and do the dishes and take care of all the kids and vacuum. If you had, if sharing is sharing. Google, Google steak recipes like God. <laughs> Are my steaks the bomb? No. They good. They Did good, you not man. eat them? Yes, sir. Yes, Did sir. Did anybody die, though? <laughs> Did anybody die? Listen, all I'm going to say to you, brothers, is if you're going to ask a woman to bring something to the table, make sure you have a darn good table. Yes, sir. Because some of you are asking them what they bring into the uh, TV tray. 
<laughs> what you bring it to the milk crate. So make sure you have a table because I believe if nothing else, you should at least have a table for them to bring something Absolutely. to. Absolutely. And if they don't have nothing to bring to the table, it's still going to be something on this table. So thank you for tuning in to Religiously Incorrect. Please follow us on Spotify. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Like our Facebook page. And do you see this fine sweater that Pastor Ooh. Jeff has on? He is sporting the Religiously Incorrect Podcast swag. You can go to our website, Religiously Incorrect Podcast. You can get t-shirts, sweaters. What else can they get? Mugs, underwear. Underwear. Lingerie. <laughs> car decals. <laughs> you always listen, man. <laughs> It's all just just look at you like the ravishing Rick Rude of the uh, <laughs> mugs. Of you the can podcast. get you can get cups, you can get hats, all of it. Get your gear. I I ain't got it yet, but you know I'm gonna have it next episode. Y'all take care. We appreciate you. Holla. I'm gonna bring an offering plate from church. <laughs> I'm gonna bring one of them old gold offering plates. <laughs> Every time you say something good, I'm gonna slap it out. <laughs> That's the offering moment. Let's go have.